Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Give Me That Take, the fastest growing live golf podcast of 2023. Stick around for more takes like this. I think uh, a lot of positives. I think he hasn't been playing as well as, as, well as he could, as we all know, um, on the live tour. He's pretty much been at the bottom of the leaderboard week after week. And to come out on a big stage, something he's familiar with in front of a crowd that, yes, will always love Phil deep down. But the simps that we know of on the Papa Golf Alpha Tour, they're majority against him for what he did to come out and to play as well as he did, especially on Sunday at Augusta, um, to, to be uh, tied for second, I believe, which was uh, an awesome showing. I think that's good for him moving forward in live golf. I think when you go from the Masters to a live golf tournament, I think he's going to have a, a, a good, you know, it's full steam ahead for him. I think he's got uh, a tournament now in the sights, which I didn't think before the Masters that he was necessarily trending in that in that direction, but I think he could really pull out a, a win now. But literally the most ridiculous look you've had in the history of the show. Put him back on. Put him back on so people can tune into YouTube and see you with your stupid glasses on. I think he probably hit the mute button because he definitely can't hear. It. There you go. Fantastic. What a look. What, <laughs> an, abs- what an absolute look. Uh, I, if I sound depressed, it's because, well. What do we got this week? If I sound depressed, it's because what we got this week is not a live golf win. So hats off. Yeah, but that leaderboard looked great with live guys. Really did. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys played well on Sunday, like Phil, Patty, and not so much the guy we needed to play well, Brooks Kepka, who. Yep. Started the day with a score of 13 under par, and had he just shot even par, would have a green jacket. Yep. I don't know. He looked like top form first three rounds. It was tough to see him. He just couldn't put the irons together, couldn't give himself birdie opportunities. The driver failed him completely. Rome, what's your take on what happened? It seems to me after his play today compared to the previous two days, which if you've been paying attention to the Masters, the weather has been horrendous. And so I won't say that uh, Kepka, you know, really did well because it was raining. I think it was more that there might have been a lot of other people that weren't playing as well because of the rain and Kepka just was able to stay focused through all that distraction. I think that's that's my prevailing theory because, you yeah, know. Yeah, he was on okay. cruise control. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not to say that he, but, you know, everybody, you know, shook off all the rain and everything like that towards the end of the, the tournament and, and ended the way it did. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened, truthfully, just watching it, I watched 
every shot that he took. And Jay, you mentioned the driver. Yeah, he sprayed it a little bit, but you don't get like too penalized at Augusta. You can kind of hit it almost wherever. And we even saw that on a lot of John Rahm's balls in the third round on Saturday, the part that they played, he was hitting trees and ball was popping back out into like the second cut of rough. And he was able to, you know, get a look in, or you don't even have to play it all the way to the green. Cause you know, those little pitch shots are what make Augusta pitching and putting, you know, around the greens. I mean, that's an amateur's game anyway. Um, and the professionals have to play that way at Augusta. We all see that every single year. So that, I don't think that was the case. I really truly think that when the winds came in today, or last night, and the greens were able to get some of that moisture out of them. You saw those greens play the way Augusta greens typically play, a lot faster. And the guys who have played well at Augusta in the past, Scotty Shuffler, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, they know those greens to be that speed. And I think when the wind took the water off of the greens it really changed dramatically what was happening on Sunday for sure. I don't know. That's a good theory. I don't think it's going to be talked about enough, but anyway, the things that are, that are going to be talked about, I think the most, obviously the easiest joke in the history of jokes is Brooks Kepka was a leader after 54 holes. He would have won the live golf masters. Ha 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 ha. Um, true. Kind of true. Yeah, that was, that was tough. But those other live guys, like I said, Phil and Patty, um, they played extremely well those last 18 holes. And so I really think that, and Augusta's always like this, right? Augusta is always former champions, guys who play well are always the same guys on the leaderboard. And so get used to seeing, I mean, Phil's going to be in this tournament for life, obviously, but he's going to play well for the next five years as long as he stays in shape and doesn't have an injury. Speaking of injuries, nailed the prediction that Mr. Percocet himself would bail out at some point in the round, complaining of a bum leg. Tiger's done, right? Oh, we were talking about Tiger. I thought we were talking about Wells. Um... <laughs> yeah, Tiger, I, I think uh, he says he just wants to play in the majors. Um it's looking more and more evident that he's not even capable of that. And I hate to say that as one of the biggest Tiger fans on the planet, but I just, it, it's tough to watch. You know, 20, he tied the record, I believe, for 23, made cuts, never missed the cut as a professional. It's a cool stat, but to make the cut and then bail out, I mean, the conditions and, and that hilly course, uh, I, I mean, the course isn't going to get less hilly going forward, you know, and his, his leg is not going to be any better each year by year. So I don't think we'll be seeing uh, too much more of Tiger, honestly. I, and I hate to say that, but I don't think it's going to happen. We're going to see Tiger. We're just going to, yeah, I was going to say, we're just going to see him playing simulator golf. It's no coincidence here that Tiger Woods was behind. It'll be a DC sim- sports. Yeah. Like the sim league, you don't have to walk anywhere. Right. You just step up and hit your golf ball. And so maybe he'll win the first ever simulation major or something like that. And he will be, you know, known for the guy who can hit it really well into the screen. Speaking of speaking of that, your your um 
reel on Instagram went like through the roof this weekend. I don't know if you saw that, Mac, with you hitting the that four iron. Which one? Mine? Yeah. Mike swing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The people on Instagram were loving that this weekend. <clears throat> really? We need to check that out right now. <laughs> yeah, it was popping. It was popping off for sure. So um, we usually say this at the end of the show, but if you're listening because you wanted to hear us and you found us uh, live tweeting Masters updates all weekend, basically Brooks Kepka updates all weekend. It wasn't us. It was, it was just Aaron. <laughs> I had a real I had I had a lot of time on my hands since so I was watching every single swing. It was tremendous. Super into it. Um but yeah, if you if you found us somehow through that, uh welcome. And we we put the show on YouTube also. So uh, make sure you subscribe, come on over and comment and do all those things. Um funny story. Have you ever thrown a have you ever thrown a club, Rome? Like in anger? Yeah, uh, or you know, I mean, you I've tossed a, a club, yeah, to someone, but not like like tried getting distance throwing it. Mac, ever throw ever toss one of your clubs after a shot? I don't think so. I mean, I've smashed the ground before. Uh, I've hit the cart wheel about as hard as I possibly <laughs> could in frustration, but I, I don't think I've ever literally thrown a club. No. Yeah, me either. Um. Thomas Peters was not faring well on Sunday. And I think it was on like the 11th hole, maybe something. I think it was on 11. He hooked a drive like dead left for the, I don't know, like seventh time in the, in his last like 15 drives or something. And he walked over to one of the uh, garbage receptacles at the masters and he tossed his driver (laughs) right into the trash and walked away. (laughs) And played the rest of the round with like three wood, three iron off the power off move. the tee box. Yeah, that is that is a power move. The person who grabbed that club, good for you. You got Thomas Peters driver in your bag now. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And a great story. And a great story. Yeah. And a great story. Um Yeah, so let's talk about Phil. Jay. That's your boy. Wasn't Jay the only one that said that Tiger was gonna beat him? Phil well, is my boy, man. Well, Listen. T- Tiger first, then Phil second. I think uh a lot of positives. I think he hasn't been playing as well as, as well as he could, as we all know, um, on the live tour. He's pretty much been at the bottom of the leaderboard week after week. And to come out on a big stage, something he's familiar with in front of a crowd that, yes, will always love Phil deep down. But the simps that we know of on the Papa Golf Alpha Tour, they're majority against him for what he did to come out and to play as well as he did, especially on Sunday at Augusta, um, to, to be uh, tied for second, I believe, which was uh, an awesome showing. I think that's good for him moving forward in live golf. I think when you go from the Masters to a live golf tournament, I think he's going to have uh, a, a good, you know, it's full steam ahead for him. I think he's got uh, a tournament now in the sights, which I didn't think before the Masters that he was – necessarily trending in that in that direction but i think he could really pull out a a win now and i think he's got the confidence now i haven't i have an interesting thought so phil is uh, a legendary golfer at this point right even though he's still competing and everything he's pretty legendary one of the all-time greats right so augusta is someplace he's played 
a lot, right? Yeah, he but must look, have he must have where, 18 rounds oh, or yeah. something like that, yeah. Right. So, but you think about, you know, I'm he's a great golfer, which is why he golfed How really many? well. I would say I would say he's probably got one or two more than Tiger. Okay, so he's in the mid 20s or let's say he's in the mid 20s in tournaments. Fair enough. Like but the the point I'm trying to make is that uh he's played there a lot and look at all the places that Liv has played so far this year <laughs> tournament wise he probably hasn't played that that as many times right it's new to him so it's just an interesting thought that he is a great golfer and he still has it in him to be great but it might be just the fact that this course is familiar to him definitely agree with that i think max on like a little delay here so it's yeah pretty I fun agree. to watch him yeah <clears throat> um Let's talk about something else that really caught my eye or didn't catch my eye. Watching the coverage was absolutely atrocious, the way that they covered Papa Golf Alpha versus the Live Guys. I was sitting there watching Sunday, and all they kept showing me was a bunch of great shots. I mean, great shots, you know, like the Gala's hole out, a tremendous shot. Um, lots of really good golf shots, but they were all tour guys and Patrick Reed is climbing the leaderboard and he's nowhere to be found. I'm pretty sure he finished T16. Jocko Neiman was not on the Sunday broadcast. Not one single time. Didn't show a single one of his shots. I get it. I didn't CBS. see one of Cam Smith's either. Yeah, Cam Smith either. I, I get it that CBS and Papa Golf Alpha are in bed together, but people wanted to see these players play head heads up finally on the same course during the weekend. And they just didn't show it. And I'm scared now going forward that we're not going to get to see these guys. And this is how it's going to be. They didn't even play the leaders when Brooks and Rom were the leaders on Saturday. Wasn't even, they weren't even the feet they weren't even the featured freaking group and they're Saturday. It, how do you do that in your tournament and expect people to not think that you are one hundred percent biased? I don't get it. It was Saturday. I I made sure to tune because because Thursday was this is my first time really focusing on watching the majors. So I had a, the ESPN app open. Uh no free ads. So ESPN reach out to us. Let's make this work out. Um, but it had, I didn't realize I just tapped the video for the masters and it wound up being coverage of a uh, whole, uh, four, five and six. And I was like, why do I keep seeing the same hole? <laughs> Not realizing that, you know, there were different options. So of course, by Friday and Saturday, I'm trying to follow Brooks's, uh, the two pair, you know, the two groups that supposedly they were following those two groups and especially Saturday. Especially and and more so that Kepka was you know very firmly in the lead. We're not showing any of his shots, and I'm like, I'm seeing him move on the leaderboard, and I'm like, I haven't seen him shoot anything in forever. He's finishing holes and doing well, and they're not letting me see it. Any thoughts? This is gonna be a great podcast to edit. Watching Jace face. <laughs> 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 did, you, did you do that on purpose i know you're gonna hear this in 10 seconds but am i delayed 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the all timers right here. Oh, it's so man. good. It's we so are going to be laughing about this in 10 years when we're this all. This is what happens this. when you don't have the setup that you normally have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway. <laughs> we got a live golf tournament coming up in two weeks. We're going to Australia where the I'm still while the Masters isn't over yet for me. <laughs> I don't know who won. <laughs> oh god. So good. Um, we're gonna go to Australia and we're gonna see like a hundred thousand Australians pack the house for live golf. I can't think of a better way to go into the most hyped live golf tournament than seeing live golfers at the top of a major event. This is the this is a monstrous win, huge win for Live Golf and Greg Norman. And that tournament in Adelaide is something that we've obviously been looking forward to. And we're going to talk plenty about heading into that tournament. But geez, could you could you have set it up any better other than Brooks winning it, Rome? I don't think so. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, it is make it very exciting for us anticipating uh, the next event in Australia, which we are two weeks away. We are. Yeah, less well, we're, we're less than two weeks, right? We're yeah. Friday away. Uh, Rome, did you play golf this week? Yes. Uh, my uh, I, I'm not sure I actually said it to here. I, I talked to Austin about it well enough. Uh but my goal this year is to break 90. And despite my terrible performance uh, the Sunday prior, I went out on Tuesday and I played nine at. And you broke 90. No. On nine? No. You didn't break 90? I played. I played nine holes. I didn't play 18. <laughs> uh, and I shot a 45. Oh. And so I was like, oh, well, shit. If I, you know, I had the time. If I played another nine and I just fix a couple mistakes, uh, it probably, but I mean, to be fair, uh, I was playing at college hill and that's pretty much my home course. I play that at least every other week. Yeah. So I play, I didn't get to play this week. Um, but with the weather rolling in to me, like 85 degrees on Friday. So I'm going to play down at Beekman this Friday, finally get outside. Um, and we'll see what happens. See how, what kind of form I'm in. But during the week, I'll be in the backyard swinging, swinging some sticks and getting the rust off. So I'm excited to finally get outside, not just be indoors, and hopefully put up a good number. I'll be in Atlantic City up this upcoming weekend, and I will be tossing some money on some golf for sure. Stripping? Yeah, maybe, maybe stripping as well. Um. Austin Plains. got me. Austin, not Austin. Aaron got me thrown out of a strip club in Atlantic City. We're, we'll save this for an episode where everyone can talk at the same time. But you don't. You did, couldn't possibly tell me you remember walking in the door of that fucking place. Oh, I remember most of that night vividly. Yeah. So does your wallet and the 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 tab you ran up, which was an all time. Tab, <laughs> an all timer for sure. It was a very good time. Um, speaking of a good time, Jerome, tell them what to do. All right, check it out. Hit like, hit follow, click the bell so that you get notifications when we're posting. Check us out on TikTok. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. 
talk to us. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts on stuff, topics to talk about, things you don't want us to do. That's fair. I, a lot of fans were saying that uh, they didn't want to hear about us talking about Batman. That's fine. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. You fucking love Batman. <laughs> you should subscribe. You're already listening. You're already doing ha- half the work. Just click the click the stupid button. Yeah. Help us out. Uh, I love the fact that if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that Jay hasn't unmuted himself when he came back. And so it's the perfect time for me to say, let's get the fuck out of here.